What is up, Galaxians? Welcome to another episode of Galaxy CDs Rocks and Flips. If you're new to the channel, my name is Ryan, and I am a part-time YouTuber, part-time podcaster, and full-time reseller working out of my home here in the Cincinnati area, and this channel is all about the flip life. This midweek YouTube video is generally about some of the cool stuff that I've sold, and I am going to share a handful of things in the second part of this video. This one's going to be pretty short and to the point. I am buried in books. <laughs> if you caught the podcast over the weekend, I mentioned that I was in the process of acquiring a pretty big collection of books. It's a company that buys out estates after, a, I don't know if it's before or after estate sales have taken place. The guy's got a huge warehouse just full of stuff, but he doesn't deal in books. As I talked about in that podcast, I was tipped off by a friend, found this guy on a Facebook ad. We made a deal and I got books literally everywhere in my house. I'm going to scroll through some pictures up here. Uh, the first one is in my living room. I've actually added one more SUV load of books to that particular area. So that is just chock full of books. Uh, the bookcase that you can kind of see there, that actually has books that I intend to read at some point. It's been very tempting going through these books to pull stuff out, but I'm already like 90 deep <laughs> on my to-be-read shelf that I'm probably never going to get to at my current pace. So we probably won't be doing much of that. But nonetheless, these next couple of shots are my dining room. This is the area I really want to get cleaned up first just because it's the most visible. I don't eat at my dining room table. It's just me and Josie the cat. She doesn't eat at the table. She likes to sleep on there, but she doesn't eat on there. <laughs> uh, and I generally don't either. I'm usually eating either down here in my workshop while I'm working or in the living room, a terrible human being, watching TV. So there's that. A couple of shots of my garage. In addition to the thousands of CDs and the whittled down to hundreds of books from previous purchases, I've now added eight or nine big boxes of books and several Rubbermaid tubs full of books. So I've just literally got books everywhere. It worked out to be a really, really great deal. They counted only the books that they assumed were going to be sellable. They told me about halfway through the process, they were not counting any of the paperback books and they were not counting any of the books that appeared to be damaged. So if the cover was damaged in any way, they didn't count it. They gave me a final count of, I think, something like 1,850 books that they counted. And there's way more than that because there were at least three boxes that they had just marked free on that I haven't even opened. So I think it's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 22 to 2,500 books all in all. Some of the ones, some of the really old ones are fairly significantly damaged. They may still sell just because they're, I mean, they're literally mid-1800s era books in this lot that even with the covers being damaged, somebody may be interested in. It looks like it's going to be a lot of long tail type stuff, but for the books that they charged me for, he charged me 25 cents a book is what we finally agreed on. So all in, I spent $460 on these books. I've been listing them. I started working on it on Friday. Uh, it is Wednesday morning as I record this. Super early. You can see behind me, it's still dark out. <laughs> um, 
I have listed 102 books so far from this lot. The total listing price is $2,690. So an average listing price of almost $27 a book. It is, if the rest of the boxes are anything like the ones I've sorted through initially, this is potentially a forty dollars to $50,000 retail purchase that I spent $460 on. Uh, I am, it's a lot of, like I said, long tail stuff. I think it's going to be fairly slow moving. I did sell one already for 16 bucks, so I'm on the board. Uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic project to work my way through. But as you can see from the pictures, it is a bit of a mess right now. So we're going to get on to that bit of work. I did want to share a few things that I sold in the last week. If you caught my weekly recap, it was actually a really, really good week last week. But I didn't really have all that much big from last Wednesday's What Sold on eBay to this week. I've only got four things that I want to share with you. This first one, this is a set of books. Actually, it's not a set. I just made it a set. I, I was working through an estate sales lot of books, and I found two books about uh, General Custer and the Battle of Little Bighorn. And individually, they were not worth anything. I lotted them up. I threw $16.99 on it with free shipping. Boom. Sold them in three days. There are opportunities with books, even if they look like they're probably worthless, if you can match them up. And I've already done that a few times with the lot that I'm working on. God love them. Whoever did it, I don't know if it was the guy's there or if the stuff just happened to come from the estate kind of in order I'm, i worked through a box of world war one naval books um there was a box of political like ronald reagan and richard nixon books and they were all together so even when i found the ones that were essentially only worth four or five dollars a piece i was able to build lots of two or three books to make 15 or 18 dollar lots which are a little more fun to mess with, even at a quarter a piece. I mean, if I was selling them for six bucks, I'd still make a little money on them, but I'd rather not do that many. <laughs> uh, so this is, again, just to point out an opportunity. If you buy big lots of books and you end up with some stinkers, you can turn them into some money if you bundle them up correctly. Another book, uh, The Shadow of Suspicion from 1955. This was part of the big lot that I bought for, I think it was like 67 cents a piece of the 40s and 50s era romance novels. This went for $20 with free shipping on a best offer. These next two items went together. Um, I've, I've shown these before. I picked up, man, it's been almost a year ago now, a big stack of the Titanic Commutator. It's a quarterly magazine from the Titanic Historical Society, and I picked up what was probably 30 or 40 years worth of these quarterly magazines. I had someone that purchased two lots, uh, volume 15 and volume 21, so those went out together for $46.80. I own these for $0.08 cents each, so $0.32 cents a year, so I've got $0.64 cents total in this lot that sold for $46.80. Uh, you can see the buyer paid. They went ahead and paid for shipping for both of them. I, You'll notice there's a refund there. I was able to get them both into one package, so I refunded the shipping. I generally try to do that for folks. 
I don't know what your take on that is, but if somebody grossly overpays for shipping on something like that, I do give combined shipping refunds. This last item that I'm going to share with you for today is another CD out of that massive 8,000 CD lot. Uh, Ghetto Flavor by Champ MC. This was a super rare, hard to find promo CD from 1994, sold for $59.99 plus shipping. That's probably the flip of the week. It certainly doesn't compare to the $350 one from the prior week, but 60 bucks for a CD that is on my books for 300 or for three. 3.7 cents uh, is a really nice flip, and it's a nice way to close out this video. I appreciate you sticking with me while I get sorted through some of this stuff. Um, just a quick programming note, I am going to be out of town this weekend, so there probably will not be a podcast or video this weekend, so don't miss me too much. I may be gone for about a week. Um, if I can get something worked out to get one squeezed in, I'll get something done for you. Uh, but as it stands, I'm going to be traveling over the weekend. So this will be it until maybe this time next week. With that, it's time to sell. Thanks, guys.